Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Darlene Nagy and Ron Thompson with the WDW Fan Zone DVC edition. And I want to say good morning to you, Ron, before I announce our sponsor. Yes, good morning, Darlene. Um, we have a fantastic, fantastic sponsor in Mouse Fan Travel. She is absolutely amazing. She can make things happen for you that you would never think of even probably trying to do. Um, Becky Mankin, the owner, is fabulous. And all of her cast members, um, her little fairies underneath her, can make your vacation a absolute dream come true. They'll book you in a Disney resort. They'll book you in a Universal resort. They'll book you on a Disney cruise. They'll book you on a different cruise. They've got very many vacation platforms that they can help you. So look them up at mousefantravel.com and get a free quote. Remember that they are authorized Disney vacation planners. It's a fee-free service to you. So look them up, give them a call, and have your next vacation made very easy. Okay, we've got a lot to talk about. It's been a month, and Ron has just come back from a fabulous trip, so we're going to learn a lot. We've got some membership magic information that we're going to discuss because um, I know a lot of you are probably going to be getting a member magic um, after Disney Vacation Club booklet in the mail here coming up soon, so we want to discuss that as well. Um, okay, Ron, where do you want to start? Uh, well, let's see. We can start with my vacation, I guess. We were down there for uh, – we, we went down on the 2nd of January – for uh, basically uh, this year turns out marathon weekend was early. And although uh, my family was not running in it, we were there to, to help cheer on the uh, WW radio running team. And it was uh, not particularly pleasant weather. Some day, you know, it's, it's kind of a uh, potluck what you're going to get. Some years it's uh, t-shirts and running shorts weather other years like this one. And for the first time that I can remember, uh, the half marathon on the Saturday was canceled because of the uh, bad weather, the thunderstorms and stuff they were expecting. In fact, they right on the coast, uh, a fisherman got struck by lightning. He was doing a cast with his fishing pole. Almost sounds humorous. It turns out he's okay, so I guess you can laugh a little bit about it. But That's he good. raised his fishing pole, yeah, and got struck by lightning. So uh, oh, yeah, he just wow. never wanted. Well, and I think Disney did the right thing by airing on the high side there and canceling it because one of the problems you're dealing with when you're running in Florida is, well, the good news is it's very flat. The bad news is it's very flat. So you can mm-hmm. easily be the highest point around for the for the lightning strikes and that. So it was uh, the next day for the marathon itself, it was frigid. They were freeze warnings out and uh, – 
I talked to a couple of people that ran and they said they stood in the shower for an hour afterwards just to get warmed up, you know, that it was really, really cold. Oh, okay. But uh, Disney did kind of a nice thing for the people who were, uh, had signed up for like the, you know, the Goofy where they were planning on running all four races. Well, obviously they didn't get to run the one. So they gave them some uh, options. You could either uh, push your reservation forward and be registered for uh, next year's and your uh you would be already, the fee would be already applied, so even if the the price went up, you would still already be paid in full, or you could just go ahead and uh you know and, and just run the marathon and they gave you all of the medals anyway so it was uh it was a you know pretty good options there was a couple other uh options too, depending on what you were registered for but uh okay. All in all, it was an interesting uh, weekend. It was one of those where, uh, you know, the weather was not particularly fun, but uh, everybody did have a good time. I think uh, Lou Mancello had his meet of the month uh, on that uh, Saturday, uh, the day that the uh, race was canceled. And and he, uh, you know, it was very nice getting to see a lot of people in that. So, Where was the meet of the month this month? Uh, it was in Tomorrowland. It's Tomorrowland Terrace. Right. Okay. Was so the Tomorrowland Terrace was available this time because I know they've been doing different things over there that you know people have had to move stuff in that. Yeah, we actually had to leave kind of early, uh, close down the meet because they were setting up for one of the uh, dessert parties at night. So they. Okay. Uh, so that they could do setup, but um, it was available for a while, and it was fun to yeah. meet everybody. You know. Mhm. I know. I wish I would have been down there this year, but I just could not do it. Yeah. So now uh, this week, go ahead. Uh, okay. So when I, I know that they had done a lot of different things for the runners and that, and I know a lot of the runners had. Actually, um, I seen via Mike Scopa, um, who does Mickey Milers, that they were running around after um, you know daylight. It was around like eleven o'clock. A lot of the runners were trying to get their miles in by doing a run around uh, Bailey or uh, the Beach Club and going down to Hollywood Studios and stuff. So a lot of the people were still trying to do the run to get their miles in and that for the full marathon, which I thought was yeah, pretty cool that they did it on their own. Yeah, you had the real, the ultra-dedicated people that were doing that, and then you had the other people that were saying, I'm just going to do those two in parallel, you know. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, it just depends on how driven you were on this. But, uh, yeah, it, right. was, uh, it was good. Did you, where did you stay this time? We stayed uh, mostly at Saratoga Springs, which is where we usually stay in the winters. Uh, turns out we, we decided to go a day earlier because, uh, like I said, our son was here and he was flying out. And I couldn't get uh, Saratoga that one, one the first night. Uh, so I ended up uh, putting us in at Animal Kingdom Jumbo House, which worked out fine, you know. How did you like that? We have stayed there before. I like Jumbo House a lot better than Kidani Village. Um, mm-hmm. 
just just because there's a quick serve there and a much nicer gift shop and stuff. So uh, I prefer that of the uh, the two areas. Uh, I think in terms of the uh, the ambiance and everything, uh, they're both equally very nice. It's just that the, uh, the restaurant situation is a little more amenable, I think, at Jumbo House. Um, yeah, we enjoyed John Bell House. I've never stayed at Kadani Village, but I've had the pleasure of staying there twice, and I would pro- I would definitely go back there again because, as you said, I did enjoy the um, gift shop there and the quick service um, and the ambiance of that resort. I know it's bigger, but I think I just like the way it's set up better. Yeah, I do too. I I definitely prefer those. So if I if that's available, I will take that versus Kadani Village. But there are probably people who feel the other way too. You just have to try them and see which one you like. You know. Mhm. Um. Now, Saratoga. Did you notice any changes or anything with the resort or the walkway or anything or service? while you were staying at Disney Springs this time? Well, you know, the boat service is so operational. The walkway is is basically the same, you know, to get into Disney Springs. They have added a couple of, I guess, security changes, um, at least as far as I can remember the last time we were there. uh, When you go up and you, you know, if you're driving up, you drive up to the uh, guard station there and you give them your magic band to a scan and it tells them which resort you're actually staying at. So if you are, uh, if you're going to Saratoga and you're staying at Old Key West, for example, the guard will ask you what, you know, why, why do you, are you coming here? You know, stuff like that. I think it's just an mm. extra measure of security, uh, that we had okay. not, I had not seen before. No. We had gone out to, we'd gone out to eat with another couple who was actually staying at, Old Key West, and uh, he was driving, and when we went through there, you know, he put his his uh, magic band up there, and he said, well, why are you, you know, going in it? So I let them use mine and show that we were staying at, at Saratoga. Right, yeah. And the other thing is the, uh, if you are in a studio uh, where you don't have access to a washer and dryer, the, uh, the laundromat areas are also keyed to that uh, so if you are staying in a different resort, it does not unlock for you. So oh. that's a difference. Okay. Although there is, there, there's one cool enhancement is uh, if you're using that, they have an app available under the category. There's an app for that that lets you know if there are washers and dryers available or if they are in use, any minutes are left. So uh, really? when you go in and put your... Yeah, it's really cool. And when you go in and put your uh, your your clothes in, then you can go, you know, sit at the pool or whatever and monitor it, and it'll tell you how many minutes you got left. So, I thought that was really cool. Mhm. So those are just a few changes, but other than that, uh, Saratoga seemed uh, pretty much the same. I did not notice any other appreciable changes in it. Mhm. Um, with, did you, uh, 
have the kitchen and everything like you did the last time? Yeah, oh, we stayed one in one bedroom. Mm-hmm. Right, we okay. stayed in one bedroom. We, it seems to work out better for us. Okay. So that's did usually you, where we stay. Did you um, go to any of the new restaurants in downtown Disney or uh, Disney Springs? I, I'm I'm going to be like my girlfriend who has been a DVC member for years, and she still calls downtown Disney Disney Village. And now I'm going to keep oh. calling Disney Spring downtown Disney. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, uh, well, let's see, we ate once again at, uh, at Maramoto Asia. We did do that. Uh, we did not, we ate at the boathouse as well. Um, mm-hmm. But some of the other ones that have opened more recently, we have not, we did not eat at them, no. Um, what did you end up getting at the boathouse? Uh, let's see. One of the uh, great disappointment, I had my stomach set on the lobster mac and cheese, which I oh. had previously there, which was delicious. It no longer is on the menu. Oh, no, really? So, yeah. Rest in peace, okay. lobster mac and cheese. Yeah, it was, so those, it was no longer. So switch things up then. Okay. They do. They Apparently they go through and they'll make some modifications to the uh, to the menu occasionally in that. So, uh but um, we did it. My uh, wife had a sustainable fish, and it was uh, it was real good. And that's so. Uh, and I, they do have a a shrimp and uh, mac and cheese. So I decided to give that a shot, and it was good. Uh, I prefer the lobster one, but that's just because lobster just tastes a little better than the shrimp does. But uh, there was nothing wrong with the dish. It was great. But um, mm-hmm. I just missed the old one. Right. Right. Well, I, I, you know, I'm kind of partial to my one at the House of Blues that I've been getting. Um, I've gone there quite a few times and ordered their um, skillet lobster mac and cheese, and it's been delicious every time. I've tried getting it here in Buffalo, and it just does not make for me to order it here. Oh wow! It huh. is, yeah, it doesn't. It's not the same, and uh, it's just they make a very good one at the House of Blues. I love it. So I don't know if I would have even have tried it there. So <laughs> well, we did um, eat at one of the new restaurants, not in uh, not in a resort or at uh, Disney okay. Springs, but at the Magic Kingdom. We ate at the Jungle Navigation Company Skipper Canteen, ah, which opened and up your about a year. And uh, it's uh, it, it it was really interesting because when we went in there, uh, you look around and see the way it's it's decorated and that, and it was it reminded me of the old Adventures Club in Pleasure Island. If you're familiar with the Adventures Club from way back when, uh, it was mm-hmm. kind of reminiscent of that. And so I mentioned that to our server, and the server said that 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 was uh, was actually the case that they had done that. So the, as part of the backstory for the uh, for the restaurant, it uh, was it kind of tied into that. In fact, some of the uh, things on the wall on that were actually from the Adventures Club. The food there was very good. My wife had a uh, sustainable fish red snapper that had a some type of crust on it. I, I don't remember what it was. And it was, I mean, it just melted in your mouth. It was stunningly good. I love red snapper. So, 
Oh yeah, yeah, I do too. We always we we try and have a lot of fish related things when we're in Florida because it's you know you get fresh fish there and that. So yeah, that was good. There is another new restaurant opened up. Uh, it's if you are familiar in Animal Kingdom, if you are on the way to what used to be the old Camp Minnie Mickey, which is going to be the entrance to Pandora. Uh, there's a restaurant called Tiffin's within two F's. Mm-hmm. And it uh we did actually did not eat there, but we uh had heard about it, so we went inside and looked at it. And it's extremely well decorated, very nicely themed in that. So uh and I we did look at the menu. The menu looks very interesting, but I can't speak for the, the food itself because we actually didn't eat there, we just looked at it. But it looks neat. Okay. So I've heard the Always food is different. good there, but I, uh, you know, I again too have not actually tried the food. So, um, but I heard it is very good. Now, um, did you do anything different? Did you experience anything with your Disney DVC membership that our listeners would like to know about? That was something special. Well, one thing that they have done, uh, they had the 20% discount available for both dining and for merchandise at uh, a number of restaurants. Some places like Maramoto Asia, for example, it's only 10%, but other places it's 20%, and that was actually very nice because uh, they, uh, in talking with several cast members, apparently they are seriously considering doing away with the Tables in Wonderland which we have used for several years. And uh, that would be the advantage to that versus using DVC in the past has been the DVC discount was 10% where the tables in Wonderland was 20%. Uh, but now with the, the DVC discount, at least for a while, was at the 20% level. Mm-hmm. Uh, it helped you a lot, although it's, I think it still did not count for the drinks. It just counted for the food. Right, which is what the Tables in Wonderland actually did was cover your drinks. Right. Along so, with the food. Right. Do you think and, you know, that they'll change not, that eventually if they get rid of the Tables in Wonderland? I don't know. I mean, this isn't the first time I've heard this rumor about getting rid of Tables in Wonderland, and it uh, never did transpire, but uh, they seem to think that they had more be more traction this time, so it may actually go away. Wow. Well, you know, I mean, you had to spend at least, I think, $500, if I figured it out correctly, to get your money back for what you spent on the Tables in Wonderland. And I know you could do that very easily down in Disney, but I found that I thought that the dining plan was better than the Tables in Wonderland. Well, one thing they have done on the dining plan is the, uh, like for the quick serve, instead of taking a dessert, you can put that towards a snack. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I like that because um, neither my wife or I are very big dessert eaters. Mm-hmm. But it's nice, you know, to have a, some popcorn or Mickey bar or something in the afternoon, you know. Mm-hmm. True, so true. Yeah. Was, yeah. So that that's one change they've made to the meal plan. 
I think the the meal plan works well if you uh, if you use it all. Uh, if you don't, mm-hmm. then it tends to be a little uh, expensive, you know. So. Right. Which when we went down in August um, and stayed with the family, we had the dining plan and it did work out. But we did have because my son-in-law left early. We did have extra that we had to use because the one thing that I didn't really like is that we, the three of us stayed together and he was leaving early. I still had to pay for, we still had to pay for his dining plan until the end of our stay. So we had extra meals, but we ended up trying to use as many as we could. We did do a um, signature dining that worked out yeah. that we could use it right. for. That's a good way of using it. If you, uh, yeah. if you find you've got extra, just go to the restaurants that take two credits. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, some of the other discounts that are going on this year, you know, we'll talk about um, this member Membership Magic Ever After booklet that we received in the mail. I received mine yesterday, and you received yours the other day, correct? A couple days before that, yeah. Oh, okay. So they're going out probably in, you know, different groupings or whatever. Um, They've got quite a few different things that are, you know, they're celebrating the silver anniversary together. Um, They've got a few scheduled dates in here for Moonlight Magic, um, which February is coming up quite quick. Those dates are 224 and 33. Disney's Typhoon Lagoon are 622, 628, 75, 713. Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park is September 6th and 13th. Epcot is um, 12th. Four and twelve eleven, Disneyland. Sadly, when I'm going to be there, it will not be. It will be in November fifteen. No, oh, of course. But you, you know, a couple couple months, you know, a couple months later. But that's okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's what, a, had, a number. I'm sorry. Number. Go ahead. No, go ahead. There's a number of things. There, yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's there's quite a few things in there. Uh, nothing that is uh, you know real shot. When I first saw the uh, the brochure, which is very nicely printed, that I was expecting a little bit more uh, something you know fanfare kind of. But it um, it's just a, a number of of nice things. Mm-hmm. The uh, the discounts, the twenty percent of merchandise and ten percent on the food, is continuing. Uh, apparently for the foreseeable future, which is nice. And then, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, there's the, uh, the Moonlight Magic Days. Uh, then there's the – they do make highlight the fact that we now have the Members Lounge at the Imagination Pavilion at Epcot. Which I was I was really surprised that they were actually keeping that. I thought it was just going to be for last year when I was there. Um, it was quite crowded when I was there. But they do try to – maintain how many people are up there too um i i'm 
very happy that they're actually keeping it because it is a nice place to dip out of if it's a very hot day and to get a beverage and just relax for a few minutes and charge your phone or something if you, you know, can find a seat and stuff. Right, right. So, yeah, apparently they're keeping that for the foreseeable future. And then uh, they have uh, complimentary photo keepsakes available at uh, some kiosks at some of the DVC resorts, not all of them. I did not see one at Saratoga, but I really wasn't exactly looking for one. So I may have just overlooked it. Okay. Okay. Um, In addition to that, one of the things which if you use the the World Collection, uh, you know, you pay the transaction fee every time you um, make a booking there. They're waiving that. So... That's really no nice. To, yeah, that's a nice. You know, if you're making use of that, it it definitely is a savings of some money there. Mhm. And the last thing um, I guess I go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to mention the last thing I I noticed in the uh, the booklet was that <clears throat> if you have a particular advisor that you uh, when you call member services, <clears throat> excuse me, member services that you like using. They now have it available so that you can have a thing that's called Member Services Advisor Extension Service. So you can actually get a number extension for that particular advisor so that when you call in, you can dial that number and be connected to that person. So if you if you have a, a favorite, uh, somebody that you really like, you uh, I, I don't have not tried using it, so I don't know the mechanics of, of how you get it. Maybe it's maybe as simple as asking the advisor what their extension is, but uh, that is available so that you can always get the same person to talk to. Mm. Now, you had made mention that you did the inaugural Festival of Arts. How was that? That was very nice. Uh, it was all kinds of art stuff. It was um, music. It was food. It was fine art. Uh, and there were some a couple of displays which were actually very nice. One of uh, some uh, Charlie Ridgeway's uh, drawings for Epcot, the early ones of for Epcot, on display there. And Gosh. which were, were very, it was actually they were very spectacular. Uh, that was worth seeing. And the other display was uh, of Mary Blair, the ones that she had done. Uh, when they were on the uh, the El Grupo tour down in South America, right at the, the uh, really? beginning of the war. Oh, yeah, and it was that would have been amazing. One, well, it was because these were actually ones that went in and became part of the the, the uh, Three Caballeros and the uh, what was it? What's the other one that they did? Um, Saludos Amigos. Yes. Two. So they became part of that. So it was really interesting to see that. I'm I'm a big Mary Blair fan. So it uh, mm-hmm. it was neat to see those, you know. So it sounds like um, they incorporated art, and they had food, and they had drinks. So it's right. kind of like a preamp to Flower and Garden that they're yeah, trying think... to do a little bit more because. Everybody loves Flower and Garden, and everybody loves food and wine. 
So it sounds like they're trying to incorporate a little bit more for Epcot, hmm? Yeah, it does. I'm not sure exactly what their long-term plan is. Um, I know generally, you know, the period, once you get through a marathon weekend and, and until you get to a President's Day weekend and then uh, later on in February you get the uh, Princess Half, uh, those are kind of dead times. So I think what they're trying to do is to fill it up with this. Mm-hmm. And the uh, and it was it was actually very nice. We enjoyed walking around, looking at. They had some artists signing. We uh, got Ducky Williams was there, so we got a chance to um, see him again. We we had met him a few times on cruises and different places, and he actually remembered us, which surprised me. I mean, I figure he must meet a billion people, you know. But oh, that's awesome. Uh, he, yeah, he's. Uh, I really. I'm a very much a Ducky Williams fan. He's really a, a neat guy. Great I have story. a few of his little animation um, designs that he's done artist um, renderings for the crews and stuff, and I love them. I actually framed a few of them. Well, we've yeah. got like 60 seconds left, so um, this show went very quick, <laughs> and I know, I know there's more we wanted to talk about, but we do have next month, so... Um, Ron, thank you so much for sharing your trip with us, me, and the listeners. Um, I love hearing about it, and we will talk next month. Have a magical day. Very good. Thank you, Darlene. Same to you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.